Podcast. Watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. You can do magic. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, farm animals, elderly people, miscreants, misfits, welcome to the Junk Drawer Podcast. We're glad you're back. In our junk drawer is magic, magic tricks, gags, pranks. Hooligans. What else? What else? What? Uh, I, uh, things you find in comic Press books. Prestidigitation. You, there you go. Abra- Abra- illusions. Yeah, illusions. Abracadabras. Right. There you go. Magic. I am one of your hosts, Wolfie, and I'm seated across from the other guy, Neil Edwards. Hello, Neil. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm your faithful assistant in this magic show. <laughs> I'm going to saw you in half. I wish you would. <laughs> in toids. I'm going to make the six pack disappear. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah, let's talk about some of the famous uh, magicians uh, out there. And I'm going to throw out the names and we're just going to well, sort of talk about Hopefully our listeners will know most of them. And now the Junk Drawer Podcast presents The History of Magic. Magic is one of the oldest performing arts, dating back for centuries. The modern era begins with Jean Robert Houdin, a Frenchman who opened up a theater in Paris. He and other magicians like Alexander Hermann and John Henry Anderson created many of the illusions that we know today. Sawing a woman in half, aerial levitation, and making people or animals disappear and then reappear became the stock and trade of magicians like David Devant and Harry Blackstone Sr. Meanwhile, a magician named Eric Weiss was struggling until he changed his name and became Harry Houdini. Houdini did more than just card tricks. Handcuffed and bound in chains, he would escape from metal containers, straitjackets, and even jail cells. He inspired generations of magicians to come. Television would bring magic right to our living rooms. Harry Blackstone Jr., The Amazing Dunninger, Carl Ballantyne, Mark Wilson, and even Wonderama's Bob McAllister all performed for the television audience. The 1970s saw acts become bigger and flashier. Doug Henning would star on Broadway in The Magic Show, Siegfried and Roy were the toast of Las Vegas, and David Copperfield made the Statue of Liberty disappear. Today, magic takes a darker tone with the mind freak of Chris Angel and the amazing performances of David Blaine, pushing the envelope of magic. And the future? Well, nobody knows, not even the amazing Kreskin. New magicians are popping up all over the place on Penn & Teller's show and on YouTube. Watch carefully, it's gonna be magical. So, Wolfie, that is the history of magic. Abracadabra. Abracadabra. Now, before we get too far into the show, I have in my hot little hand here... I see that. An envelope. Or is it an envelope? It's whatever you want it it's to be. It's this white envelope thing. And what <laughs> I have here, it says Neil predicts on is, the envelope. Is there money in there? No. Oh. Maybe. You don't know. I have made a psychic prediction, and we're going to open this envelope at the end of the show. So, 
I'm going to take this envelope, there's a mouse pad in front of me here, and I'm going to take it and put it underneath the mouse pad, and I'll leave it like that so you can see that I'm not going to touch it until the end of the show. And we're going to open up the envelope and see if my psychic prediction came true. I fear. But that's very tempting to see that sticking out. I know. There. That's why I'm going to kind of leave it there. I want to be Don't like a cat. It. I want to be like a cat. You're going to ruin the psychicness of it if you touch it. So we'll, we're going to get, get to that later. All right. So not Hand, only that. Hands off. At the end of the show, I'm going to do a card trick on the air. And uh, you're going to be my assistant in the card trick. That should be interesting. It, I, without video. It's going to, I'm <laughs> just going to have to describe what's going on okay. uh, with it. So we've got that coming up as well. Wolfie. Magic. Neil. Yes. <laughs> you're not going to make me disappear, are you? I may. You're it. thinking about it. Ah, <laughs> but then magic. You're, then it's just your own show. Oh, wow. That's, that's a great way to do it. <laughs> da, 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 the Neil show. The Neil show made him disappear just like that. I was never an actual magician, but you were. I was. I was the kid doing little kids' birthday parties. Um, it started out as a hobby, and I read a lot of books, learned some tricks, really got into I was more of a prop guy. Okay. I know you're a sleight-of-hand guy. I like sleight-of-hand stuff, You like yeah. the little coins and uh, household objects and yep. stuff. I was more of the... The, the pan on fire and the candlestick that turned into a you know a bouquet okay and rabbits jumping box to box and that kind of thing but um yeah I had a, a nice little setup uh, my mom would drive me around and uh, to these parties I'd make what was it like twenty five dollars for a half hour so that's, that's a lot of when money a little kid because I was like that's still a lot of money for a half hour <laughs> <laughs> I was like twelve years old but uh, I came up with this name the great Crisco. Okay. And I thought it was a great name. All right. It's been taken, though. It's used somewhere else. It's, it's How do you spell it? Uh, well, it was. I think it was C-R-I-S-C-O. Okay. And I really loved the name until my brother said, hey, fat in the can. Oh, <laughs> ouch, that hurts. That wasn't magical. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. You make him disappear. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we do in Bayonne. They, they never did find him. Yeah, we never, <laughs> ah, you won't see him no more. <laughs> so you did these magic shows. Uh, w did you have like music and stagecraft and stuff? Did you do anything big like that? Stagecraft. Yeah. Um, well, you know, uh, a friend of mine, we used to do uh, our shows. We actually, for fun, and sometimes in front of family and friends, mm -hmm. he, uh, he had left the country with his dad because of business to go to Malaysia. Okay. So when they moved back, they had these huge wooden crates, and we'd line them all up. They're probably like about that tall, <laughs> about yay high, <laughs> six okay. feet off. Not maybe six feet, uh, maybe four or five feet off. Okay, but we'd line them up, and it made a, a really nice stage, except for when it fell through. Uh huh. Um, and we would put our uh, um, our music on in the back. We 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 usually you, we usually do? used Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass. And that just seemed to work really and, and well way, with. Yeah, thanks, thanks for doing that. That way, now, now I don't. Now I don't have ass. to cut and put that in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would pull. You did what? Oh yeah, about fifty. All <laughs> just just all right out of there. Well, we would take the toilet paper and we'd magic marker different colors on it. Oh, and stuff. there you go. No, we had silk scarves. Ooh. My mom even got me one that had like magic stuff all over it, like wands and stuff like that. Okay. And apparently somewhere out there, there's a picture of me wearing this really tacky, nasty silk shirt with magical stuff all over it. Ooh. I hope it never surfaces. Oh, I want, I want. <laughs> Folks, if you're listening to this and you got that picture, post it immediately to Facebook. I want to see that. But yeah, it was fun. It was a hobby. But, you know, I guess you're professional when you're making money. Yeah. 
And uh, one day, I, I don't remember, I, maybe I grew out of it or whatever, and I sold all the tricks to my um, our teacher's brother, who was a uh, who was a professional magician. Okay, I just sold it all and, at mo least and moved it, on. There you go. At least you're, you're it lives on in somebody else. Well, if you look there. right up there, you see a, a newspaper article. Yes, folks. There's it's with a, me pulling my dog out of a hat, and it, it, the headline says, "Magic pays for his hobby." Yep, that was my uh, three and a half seconds of fame. How'd you get that article? Uh, <laughs> I delivered the newspaper. Oh, that, well, there you that, go. That it was in. Oh, it makes things a hell of a lot easier. Hey, let's. Yeah, this kid doesn't make great tips, but uh, we'll do a little article on him. Shut him up. Hi, I'm Marshall Brodin, a professional magician. You know, most magic tricks are easy once you know the secret. Now take magic cards. You don't have to be a magician to perform all kinds of amazing card tricks because it works by itself. You can work TV magic cards, the mechanical deck that works all by itself. That was a commercial that I locked in on on TV. I did too. And you know, everyone wanted that deck of cards, the, the TV cards. They were terrific, as seen on TV. Yeah, which yep. maybe another show. That's a good idea for a show. <laughs> it's a great idea yeah, for a hey, show. Uh -huh. I'm full of great ideas that there get me nowhere. But um, yeah, I remember running down to Woolworths, and uh, you know they had that little section, Ktel and Popeil and all that. And, yes, and there it was. And I grabbed it. I think it was maybe a dollar ninety nine, but that was that was a big deal. I'm sure you bought it too, right? I did have it. I had I had the the, the thing as well. I, I was just amazed. It's like, wow, they cheat. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> it never occurred to me that they would actually cheat and use fake cards. See, and that's that's odd to me because you're, <laughs> yeah. you're you're you know you're from well, Bayonne. You know, you, know right. well, the, you were in the mob at, well, at yeah. four years old. No, we did three card money. You know, with the thing where you put money down. Uh, no, I think that Mark was cards. He marked cards and stuff like that. I mean, he was known, but I I think that that commercial and that pro uh, product made him pretty famous. It sure did. Made him a lot of money. <laughs> All right, let's talk about favorites. Uh, speaking of which, uh, let's talk about your favorite trick or illusion. Now you like the prop stuff. You know, narrowing me down. Yeah, never I know works. narrowing down never works. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a I'm a prop guy. Yeah, I like uh, I like some of the old school stuff. Anything that wows me. Mm. Um, you know, there's the cla the sawing in half, and then they modernized it with the, uh, you know, the uh, saber saws or mm -hmm. the um, chainsaw. Chainsaw, yeah. And um, then there's the one where they have, um, you know, the girl go in, usually a girl, and she right. sticks her hand out and shakes the hanky right. or the silk scarf, and then they push out her midsection to the side. Mm -hmm. You know, all that stuff with mirrors. So you like that, right? <laughs> it's all done with smoke and mirrors. Pretty much, know. literally. So that's your favorite kind of stuff, that... that well, I that love sort of, sleight of hand. Right. You know, um, I was just never great at it. Um, but, you know, I like the... Which surprises me because you're a drummer. Mm. I figured you'd be good manipulating objects and doing things. I like the theatrical aspect of okay. it. You know, with the, uh, you know, the guy. As long as it's not too flary. Uh, okay. <laughs> you know, some of those things are a little... And that's kind of why I like the close-up magic, making the coin disappear coming out of your nose and out of your ass. <laughs> you um, still got some loose change yeah. there, uh -huh, I think. there we go. <laughs> every time you shake or sit down hey, i remember so, that nickel from yeah. 1973 yeah, you can keep it uh, i don't want it back <laughs> so that's my favorite stuff i like making the, like the stuff disappear and stuff that you know you find in a bar bar room magic and bar bets and stuff like that well you love favorites. bars yeah uh, yeah you got me on that one you know i saw you doing some of your sleight of hand the other day but i could definitely see you at the bar uh entertaining the folks there yep and making money. That's uh, <laughs> we're shafting people out of money. Uh, magic magicians. First of all, the, your favorite kind of magicians. Uh, there's different types of magicians, of course. Sure. There's uh, you know street magic's really big right now. Right. Um, 
you have um, David Blaine, right? Guys like that, you know, the the urban magic and the yeah, the, real hip and cool, the rough magic, yes, <laughs> the troublemakers. <laughs> I'm gonna do dirty magic, dirty magic. <laughs> You know, and then you had the rock stars back in the day. There was Doug Henning with that overbite. I think he was, wasn't he related to Freddie Mercury? Or maybe they were in competition they, for overbite. They looked, <laughs> for they, overbite. They looked <laughs> remarkably alike if you were to yeah cut the hair off of Henning. In the early 70s, he was huge. He was. And then he got a Broadway play. Right. I don't know if that's what broke him. And, um, you know, he was a big thing. And I remember my mom taking me to see that. That was like a birthday present. I love. I this was very excited. Typical 70s. He had long hair, big mustache. Big Rain, teeth, rainbow and a colors, carrot. a lot of rainbow colors. Oh yeah, he was everywhere. That's a big '70s thing, <laughs> you know, sunshine day kind of rainbow colors. Oh, it might have been more than that uh -huh. but <laughs> when yeah. you're a kid. So yeah, so those are your, some of your favorites. You what? know, and David Copperfield. Right. He uh, he grew up in Metuchen. Oh okay. Got a little story for you. Sure. Do we have time for a story? We got time for a story. Um, my grandmother, I guess, was at a fair and appearance that he did there, and she got his autograph for me, and he wrote on his picture. Yes, Chris, I really lived in Metuchen, and I still have it. I thought that was really, really cool. I don't know where he disappeared. Uh -huh. I haven't seen him on TV or anything. I haven't seen him around much anymore. And, he still does Vegas, though, I know. He oh, does, does he? Yeah, he did, he's still he, working. So. He did that huge uh, making the Statue of Liberty disappear. He I think did. that was like one of his last big TV specials. How did he do that? I have absolutely no idea. A commercial. Oh, well, that's easy. <laughs> just, just, just cut to a commercial. All right. Silly it was me. gone. I, I'm here. I am thinking he's you know using lasers or something. <laughs> Uh, my favorite story are the com uh, comic magicians, the comedian magicians. Oh, because it's more than just magic. Yeah, it, it's funny. It is. I like like Carl Ballantyne, Penn and Teller, the Amazing Jonathan. Those are my my guys. I barely remember uh, the Amazing Jonathan well, vaguely. Yeah, vaguely. I'll, I'll, we'll, I'll pull them up. But after. Penn and Teller uh, are pretty funny. You know, yes. you you have um, Teller. Is Teller a little guy? Teller's a little guy. Yeah. He barely talks. Yeah. Yeah, he's got that whole Harpo Marx thing. Yeah. And yep. they're kind of like Laurel and Hardy, kind of. Great combination there. They got that great TV show. Yeah, uh, Fool Us. Fool Us. Yep. Where, uh, you know, all those magicians come on and try and fool them. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they don't. Once, Yeah, go ahead. But I have to ask you. Yeah. I actually watched it the other night. And they're like, oh, they try to be subtle about it, not to give the trick away. Yeah. Did you, uh, and then you did, and they say no. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, like, <laughs> okay, so we lied. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Did yeah. you did you do it this way? No. Yeah. Okay, is, you fooled us. You're, you're exactly right. It that is that is didn't a make sense. You're right. That is a problem with the show. But in the meantime, we get the it is entertaining. It's entertaining. It's we get very to see entertaining. Them. We get to see okay. everybody there, which is kind of cool. All right, let's move on to movies. Houdini is is the is the magic movie with Tony Curtis T and Chadwick. Tony Lee. Curtis. That's right? it, as far as I'm concerned. There's really nothing else. That and then there was a not so great remake with yeah. Adrian Brody. Right. Yeah, like now, a year or two ago. Now why bother when you got the there was no chutzpah. Like no right, chutzpah. Right, right there you go. No chutzpah. <laughs> um, then you've got Now You See Him, Now You See Me, Now You Don't, and stuff like that. And, other and then than, a sequel to that, right? Yeah, Now You Saw Me, Now You Didn't. I, <laughs> Where are you? I'm going to see you later. In the, in the third, Part 12. The third in the series. <laughs> um, other than that, you've got Harry Potter. And I can't even get into Harry Potter with the magic and the wizardry wands and stuff. Wizardry and, and, yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. That's not real magic magic. No, that's, magic that's, show. That's uh, CGI yeah. magic. Yeah. But it still it's falls under the theme. Yeah. But there was a movie, uh, Magic, with Anthony Hopkins and the dummy. Yeah, he kind was Kind of a, a suspense uh, thriller. Scary movie. Yeah. Well, any dummies make me... Yeah, I, they kind of freak out, huh? I see dummies at work Hello. all day long. Hello. and that, <laughs> that freak me out. And I work with them. Good morning, Wolfie. <laughs> I can see your lips moving. Oh, you see? Oh, well. <laughs> but the audience can't. No, they can't. So maybe it worked. That's right. Hooray! I'm the greatest ventriloquist ever. 
Uh, TV shows, we'll get, let's jump to TV. Okay. Uh, TV. There hasn't been a ton of stuff. Not really. They ha You had all the magician specials. Yes. You know, the David Copperfield, Doug Henning. And Ed Sullivan over the years and Steve Allen over the years would have magicians come and on. And as you mentioned like in that. the history, um, Wonderama. Oh, yeah. Bob McAllister. Yeah, who yeah. was a kid show and a magician. He was a magician before he did the kid Correct. show. Correct. You had guys like that, yeah. Um, the only show I remember, and I, I think it only lasted one season, was uh, Bill Bixby, The Magician. The Magician. Which, uh, you know, he solved crimes and helped out and Not stuff. Not a bad show. Well, I haven't watched it. Usually when you watch these shows now, yeah. you're like, you wish you just kept the memory. Yeah. But I thought it was cool because uh, uh, the Magic Castle in L.A. played a big part in it, and that's a real place. Mm -hmm. And a place I wanted to go so badly. Oh, well, it's not too late. The hell with Bill Bixby. We can go, you know. We can <laughs> Let go me tell you want. about my we'll, best friend. We'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, he was kind of between gigs at that point. It was between courtship well, yeah, and, it was and, one season. and but yeah, the theme, Incredible Hulk. The know. theme was good. Was the it? theme was very memorable. Not to you. Not to me, apparently. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, I was a big fan of that. Okay. Now, the last thing on television, big controversy, where they have the oh, show that yeah. reveals the tricks. I know where you going. You yeah. know where I'm going with that? Yeah. They have this magic guy who... who yeah, this coward who hides behind a mask and no one knows not, who he is. Not all heroes exposing. wear masks. Uh, the, yeah, he exposes how the trick is done. Yeah. Which I think is kind of interesting. Yeah. <sighs> You know, it's you funny. Like I'm it. like He's a Rep coward. Republican Democrat. Yeah. And I'm stuck in the middle. Yeah. You well, know? this is this is this is magician and and audience. And I'm as an audience guy, I'm like, oh, that's how they did the thing. That's great. So yeah, but it, no one can do it now because yes, and I think that's good that nobody can do it now. So, so it forces the next magician to come up with something yes, new, exactly, or a different angle, exactly. Let's like raise that. that bar and keep adding. How many how many times? Well, of can course, you do you're going to say bar, <laughs> right? <laughs> raise the bar, but raise not too bar. high because I want to get a drink. We talked a lot about magic, mm -hmm. maybe not enough. But, you know, that's what we're talking about now. But when you think of magic, I kind of think, and it's sort of not related, but uh, gags and pranks and, okay. and, and tricks like that. Right. Like, uh, you know, they used to, the mail order, John Johnson Smith, I think, was a company. They used to sell magic tricks and they sold all those whoopee cushions. Oh, yeah. And the bug in the ice, you know, you put oh, that. Oh, I in. love that. <laughs> Fake poo. Fake, fake poo. vomit. Yes, I would fake poo in the ice. I would I'd mix the two. <laughs> Don't ever what mix the two. What is this poo two? in my drink? Yeah. But uh, yeah, and they would have the uh, the spinner racks in, in, in the stores. Oh, yeah, with the little At yellow and thing with the hermetically sealed stuff. Yeah, it was A Adams, I think. And they, okay. had some, they had the squirting flower uh -huh. and the joy buzzer, which I always expected like to be electrified. It was just a dumb little thing. That, it's just annoying, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. Don't forget uh, the old uh, snake in the can trick. Ah, yes, the old snake in the can trick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's a thing of mixed nuts. Gee, you thanks. Well, you shake it because they had the fake little they, nuts in the bottom. They did to fake you out. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, let me open this up. And, and, and But the snake would never totally pop out. It would be a, <laughs> It really wouldn't pop out very well. This is Kreskin. Of course, you know me as the amazing Kreskin. 
And if you read my thoughts, you know that you're listening to the Junk Drawer Podcast. Okay, that was the amazing Kreskin. Thank you, Kreskin, for doing that for us. <laughs> that was amazing. That was amazing that he uh, did, <laughs> amazing that we didn't get thrown out of the place. Uh, very uh, a nice guy. It's funny what five bucks will do. Amazing. <laughs> and cotton candy. Did you ever see him live? I saw him live a couple times. I I never have. Um, actually, I'm wrong. You did. I saw him at a fundraiser at uh, the temple in town. Okay. He did a little thing for. Um, He's a Jersey guy. He's around here, so. <laughs> he's yeah, Joyzy guy. He's, he's, yeah, but I have a little story for you, Neil. Okay, um, when I was a little boy and I wasn't there, I just remember my sister talking about it uh, at the high school. Okay, he did a big show. This is probably the very early seventies, and she she clucked like a chicken because of him, because of his suggestion, or she was hypnotized. Was she really hypnotized though, or did she, she just she swore by it? Really, and, and my parents said she clucked like a chicken. Wow. And then we cooked can, her for dinner. Yeah. Can, can, can we trigger her to do it again? I just remember being a <laughs> Give me your phone. Yeah, let's call her. Because I need the eggs. All right. What would a magic show be without a magic trick? Especially a card trick. It would be, right, especially a card trick. Because so, most people think card tricks when they think magic. They certainly do. So I have a deck of cards here. I'm going to open up uh, the cards. Um, and it's got the uh, plastic on it. So here we go. Now, we have no way to prove this to you, but I will take my co-host side and say go. he's really doing that. I'm really doing that. And here's the uh, the deck of cards right here. It's got the uh, seal on it. Uh, so the, open that up. The well, seal of approval. Seal of approval. Oh, bicycle. I bicycle. never understood why they call them bicycle cards. I have no idea. So break <laughs> the uh, seal on the cards. These cards have never been used. So And just take those cards. Virgin no more. Shuffle those cards. <laughs> that's, that's Wolfie. Sh no, no. That's Wolfie shuffling the cards. Just put them down. I'm not even going to touch them. I have not even touched these cards at all, and I'm not going to touch them. This is called elimination. Now, ordinarily what you would do is you would pick a card. Yep. All right? This time, we're going to eliminate a card. It's the opposite of picking a card. Hmm. Okay? Okay. So we're going to arbitrarily pick thing. Uh, let's start out with red or black. Uh, black. Black. I know you like black. And club, <laughs> clubs or spades? Clubs or spades? Spades. Of course. So we've got spades. Can't do the ace of spades. The ace of spades is obvious, so we're not going to get, we'll get rid of that guy. Okay. Uh, queen, let's go low. One, three, five. Ace is one, so we'll do either three or five. Uh, five. Five. Five of spades. Okay. That's the card that is going to disappear from that friggin' deck right there. No. Yes. No. Yes. Okay. I want you now... Well, hold on. I didn't say the magic word. Here we go. <laughs> the magic void. Hocus pocus. Schaefer Beerus. <laughs> Aliocus. Aliocus. I have not touched this deck at all. No, you haven't. Pick up those cards. Take a look through them. And you were looking for the five of spades. He's uh, looking through them, folks. <laughs> shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Is it in there? Better not be. Otherwise, this trick sucks. <laughs> not in there. It's not in there. We have eliminated the five of spades from the deck. Is that because it doesn't exist? It exists. Well, where does it exist? It's not here. It exists, of course. Before I made a psychic prediction, open up that envelope. No. Open up the envelope. I will, but no. Yeah. No. Yep. He's opening up the envelope. Taking a look inside. What is in the envelope? You son of a bitch. What is it? <laughs> it's the five of spades. It is the five of spades. 
You don't have to be a magician to download the Junk Drawer podcast. All you have to do is go to iTunes. For Android and other devices, go to our host site, thejunkdrawerpc.podbean.com. Would you like to be a part of the show? Like us on Facebook, and we might actually give you a shout-out. Tweet us at JunkDrawerPC on Twitter. You'll find bonus material like memes, funny stories, and video. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way. Email us at thejunkdrawerpc at gmail.com. If all of that fails, just wave your magic wand and say, Junkus Patronus, and Wolfie and I will magically appear on your doorstep. Neil? Yes. I think it's time to disappear. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily magically. Yes, it's time to close the junk drawer for a change. And uh, <laughs> that should... was. A... Did you like the trick? I did. I was actually very impressed. I'm going to have to show you how, how it's done. Something like that, I wish the listeners could have seen. It it's, was uh, real. It was real. It was a real thing. And, and it was sealed. It was actually the thing. Arr, was, arr, it was arr, no, arr, no, 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 no. Not that kind of seal. Oh. It was. It was sealed. The end, everything. Never mind. <laughs> was that? What, was that a seal? It was a seal. I'm not sure what that sounded I, like. <laughs> and now I will magically pull a seal out of my ass. <laughs> Is this your seal? <laughs> Christmas seal. <laughs> Christmas seal. There you go. <laughs> so that's it for the show. That's the magic show. I'm Neil Edwards. I'm Wolfgang von Wolfenstein, and we're gonna disappear. Abracadabra, Neil. Abracadabra. Oh, my God.